and welcome to the Always Live Well podcast. If you're a woman who wants to become your wisest, most loving self, you're in the right place. I'm Amanda Lukanen, your host. As a certified health and wellness coach, I've been helping hundreds of women like you from around the world change your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs so you can make choices aligned with your big dreams and desires. I'm grateful you're here, and I know you're going to find so much value, inspiration, connection, and wisdom in the podcast. I understand you're a busy woman, so am I. So I keep it short and to the point. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. So it's almost the end of 2023. So I thought that I would do a quick year in review because a lot of things have happened this year in my life and I'm sure as well as yours too. And throughout the year, I think there's been one really common theme that is being able to hold the polarity of emotions. The things that I've been through this year and maybe the things that you've been through this year as well have asked you or forced you to be able to feel multiple things at the same time. You know, this year I started out leaving Malaysia. Um, My partner and I had lived there for almost eight years. So leaving Malaysia permanently and traveling. So we had a plan to travel for a little while and then we were going to settle down. We had some investments that were going really well. And so we had this plan where we were going to, you know, figure it out as we went, but we had a bigger vision of being able to live in Europe and being able to live in the U.S. half and half. That is still very much a dream that is alive, but you know, because of the course of events that has um, been, it's, it's evolving and changing. So I started out the year leaving Malaysia and going on this epic two and a half, almost three month tour of New Zealand and Australia with my partner. And, you know, while we were on that side of the world, we really wanted to go and explore um, Australia and New Zealand because we figured we probably wouldn't have a chance to go there again where it was this easy um, being on that side of the world because from the U.S. and even from the U.K. or Europe, it's, it's a heck of a trip to get down there. So we started off in New Zealand, which was, you know, a, a mix, right? Anytime you go travel in a foreign country, you have you know, places you want to go. We had this perfectly timed tour that we were doing. We were hopping from here to there and we had everything just perfectly laid out. Unfortunately, we did miss a massive storm that would have really derailed our plans. But we spent Christmas and New Year's in New Zealand, in the North Island, and then went to the South Island. South Island was definitely my personal favorite and the absolute highlight was going on a helicopter ride and landing on a glacier that was so scary and epic at the same time and it definitely like I was so far out of my comfort zone I'm afraid of heights so this was pretty terrifying for me but also at the same time it was absolutely majestic I mean landing in the middle of these enormous mountains and then landing on a glacier in the middle of it all was just absolutely stunning and something that was so worth the money. It's obviously a huge investment um, because being in a helicopter is not cheap and especially going on a tour. Um, But it was so, my partner and I both said that was so worth the money and we're not ones to go, you know, necessarily splurge on one big thing, you know, something that lasted, I think we were there for 25, 30 minutes but it was epic. It was amazing. Um, and then we went over to Australia and did a tour from Adelaide all the way up through the Gold Coast. You know, a lot of it looked 
very similar to America. So that was, you know, in my mind, a little bit of a disappointment because I could have just gone home in a certain way. You know, in both New Zealand and Australia, we made it a point to learn more about the history, learn more about the culture there, you know, how it has changed and evolved and grown over time. And that was really important. You know, I personally find that important. If I'm going to go to a place, I don't just want to be a tourist. I want to understand deeper what is happening there. And, you know, as best as you can in a few weeks. <laughs> um, so that was the beginning of the year. And then two things happened in that span of time. One was something that I had just been hoping and dreaming for. And the other one was essentially a worse nightmare. So while we were on this tour, we found out that this immigration lawyer that I had hired in Croatia, um, because my family's from Croatia and I'm in the middle of applying for my Croatian citizenship by descent. And be, because originally my great-great-grandparents were born there and, and then emigrated to the U.S. And so the immigration lawyer found the birth record from 18, I think it was the 1880s, 1870s, uh, which was epic. We didn't even know if this was going to be possible. So that was the missing link for me to be able to apply for this citizenship by descent. So that was a dream come true. And alongside that, my partner and I lost a massive investment that was essentially our life savings. Um, and so here we are in the middle of this supposedly epic journey going through Australia and New Zealand and at the same time, you know, finding out this amazing news and at the same time losing our life savings, which put our whole plan on hold, I guess you could say, <laughs> but it, it essentially ruined our entire plan that we'd been working for. So, you know, when I talk about holding the polarity, holding these mixed emotions, you know, because they can have you swinging from side to side, you know, imagine like a pendulum swinging from these epic happy emotions all the way to grief and despair, you know, these life-changing moments. How do I exist in this place where I'm feeling such intense feelings and emotions and having these massive life circumstances swinging around? How do I do this? You know, and so much of what I teach and I help women to understand is emotions, emotional capacity, being attuned with your emotions, being able to recognize them, feel them, understand more of what they're trying to tell you, and then be able to have these tools and resources that allow you to move through these emotions and be able to be, you know, a sane person while you're feeling all of this and being able to move forward and continue forward, being able to also evolve and change and adapt as you go and that's just the emotional side of things then you have the mental component as well which is something that I work so closely with my clients on is then being able to manage your thoughts about it all that your thoughts about your your feelings and your thoughts about all the things that are happening to you and then also being able to come back and align with okay what are my core beliefs and values here and what is the vision that I have for my life and how do I manage to continue navigating towards that while all this stuff is happening in life and really this is the core of what I call the always live well method which is mental awareness emotional attunement and spiritual alignment or aligning with your core 
values and vision for your life. And so, you know, this is just March now. (laughs) So my partner and I decided to go back to Malaysia for a little while and visit. We had good friends there. We still had some things. We were intending to go to Malaysia anyway and pick up some things that we'd left there in storage and then carry on. So we ended up spending a bit more time in Malaysia just to figure things out. And at that point in time, we realized we have this kind of two-year period of time where we really needed to have a safe and stable place to live and also we need to recuperate some of our assets so we decided to go back to the drawing board and go back to teaching and so my partner had just ended his his job teaching he'd stepped away and I had you know stepped away a few years ago to coach full-time you know I was to a certain extent happy to go back being able to be in the international schools is really um it's really interesting we decided okay we're going to get jobs and we're just going to ride out these two years and see what happens in such a short amount of time. And granted, this was at the very end of the recruitment cycle. In fact, the recruitment cycle for international teaching was pretty much over by this time. But all of a sudden, we had interviews coming in, multiple job offers in the span of a week. I mean, it was like we were really being supported to take this next step forward. And so we chose to move to Cyprus and take a job, um, which was a total leap of faith. Neither of us had ever been to Cyprus. And so we thought, okay, well, it's in the Mediterranean. It's close to Europe. And so we're just going to go and do that. And then we decided at this point in time that I was going to go back to the U.S. and spend time with my family, which I'm so, so thankful that I did. Then my partner was going to do a few things. He had some events that he was doing and some projects he was doing with coaching, um, triathlon coaching that he does. And so he was going to take a couple months and do what he needed to do. And then we were going to meet back up in Cyprus to start this next chapter of our lives teaching. I went home and spent time with my family. And then he went and carried on and did all of his things. Then we met back up in Cyprus in, hold on, let me think, what would have been? Mid-August, <laughs> mid-August. Then we started this brand new job not only that but move to a new country and if you've ever moved to a new country you understand the complexities that are involved in the bureaucratic processes and all of these adjustments that you have to do to live in another country it is not a walk in the park and it's not so easy to just pick up and move to another country a lot of people i think have if you haven't done it before you think like oh no big deal or you may be on the opposite side and think, oh, that's impossible. But it's it's like somewhere in between where it's it's difficult and it's possible at the same time. Depending on how helpful the local environment is and the local people are will essentially determine how easy it is for you to move there as well as the bureaucratic processes. So we definitely were fully entrenched in all of that. Not only that, but starting new jobs in a new environment, you know, obviously there's new things so many new things to learn. So it's just this whirlwind. And at the same time, I was carrying on with my coaching. So I got to work with some new clients in 2023, as well as some existing clients who I've worked with in multiple areas for months at a time or even years. And so that was amazing. I was still, you know, now coaching for me is something that comes very naturally to me now and so it's like a breath of fresh air when I get to do a coaching call or when I get to support a client I really really enjoy it and it's you know it is definitely work still requires a lot of me and at the same time I enjoy it so much I feel very 
privilege isn't the right word because I've created this for for myself, but I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate to be able to to do these multiple things. There I was settling in. I'd only been at the job for three weeks and I got a phone call in the middle of the night that my father had suddenly passed away. And, you know, this is a moment that essentially your life's biggest fears come to fruition. This was something that I had feared for most of my life, my adult life, um, is that I was going to get this phone call one day. And so it came and I was on an airplane within 24 hours back to the U.S., which is a heck of a trip from Cyprus. Then spent three weeks there grieving, but also putting together this large celebration of life for my father where there was over 400 people that came to it um people that are just incredible and came from all walks of of our lives and all different times and were just so loving and caring and supportive and so I'm I'm so grateful for that time as as just gut-wrenching and heart-wrenching and difficult as it was like I said holding these polarities of emotions you have this just gut-wrenching grief that completely overwhelms you and at the same time you have so much love and care and hope for the future it's wild to live in through this and and keep your center stay stay grounded stay being able to move forward through things without just completely losing yourself I'm so thankful that I decided you know years ago to start really focusing on my relationship with my parents and my relationship with myself and relationship with men in my life because it made it so that my relationship with my dad changed and evolved over those not eight, nine years that I was really, you know, that I had started really working on it about nine years ago. And this is a, a big component of my Learn to Love Well course is looking at your family relationships, the relationships that you have with your parents and healing from those relationships and being able to understand and accept who your parents were, who you are as a result, and how you can see these relationships differently and shine a different light on them and have a different perspective as an adult about the circumstances of your life and be able to have a different relationship with your parents. And so that's something that I really worked on I had gone home to visit my parents multiple times and just spend time with them as adults. And I'm so grateful that I was able to do that because my relationship with my dad changed for the better. And so when he died, I was in such a good place with him that I felt so much comfort from within myself. You know, it it would have been such a different story if I wasn't if I didn't have such a good relationship with my dad at that point in time. But I was so thankful for this work that I did and now that I coach and and guide women through because it changes your life and it can change the way that you live through an experience. And I feel so grateful to that work and to myself for for deciding to do that, deciding to grow and heal and evolve my relationship and be at this place where I could just grieve and love my dad and love the people who were there to comfort and care for us 
at this time of need, you know, for the most part, my family is very self-sufficient. This was a time that we needed help and people came. People really, really showed up for us. And so, you know, that's another example of, of holding all of these emotions and being able to really work through them and live through them. And the work that I've been doing, and like I said, I coach women now to do this. It's, it's, I almost don't have the words to say, but it's so vital and essential and changes the way that you experience life. And so then after that, I, I flew back to Cyprus to carry on with a job, um, which was really difficult to leave my mom at home. Then, you know, I just, I thought if I'm going to be here, I need to be here. I need to, to get the most out of this situation and enjoy what there is here. And remember, you know, that, that despite this overwhelming grief that I have for my father and, um, you know, the shock of his death, it was sudden, very sudden, you know, being able to have that experience and live through that experience while also smiling, enjoying life, being grateful for the things that I have in my life, being able to be really mindful about feeling joy, not shutting down, not shutting off to the world, being open, keeping my heart open. Then I set my intention. I had my birthday, my 41st birthday, and set an intention that, and it comes from one of my, this song that I love uh, from Swedish House Mafia, which you wouldn't expect because they're like an electronic dance group, essentially. But they have this song and the lyrics talk about show them how you can turn your heartbreaks and your tragedies into magic. And that's my intention for my 41st year is to take these tragedies and heartbreaks that I have experienced, these disappointments and losses, and be able to turn them into magic, be able to turn them into something meaningful and loving and magical. And that's really what I'm, you know, on a mission to do this year is to experience magic, to experience those moments. And magic, you know, to me is those just moments. Like I've seen so many rainbows recently and that's a sign for me. That was a sign since I experienced pregnancy loss. I had to terminate a pregnancy for medical reasons just over a year ago and rainbows have been a sign for me and then of course with my dad passing away you know the one of the last experiences with him was seeing shooting stars and I've seen shooting stars and rainbows that had these magical moments where I was just in the right place at the right time I was scrolling through Facebook and saw a post about how this meteor shower was coming and I was like oh my gosh perfect I'm gonna go see the meteor shower and I saw two nights in a row um got to see these brilliant shooting stars you know taking these these losses and tragedies and disappointments and being able to carry on and mindfully experience magic and love and joy. You know, that's how we live. That's how we fully experience life is through all of these emotions, being able to, to flow through and move through the polarities, the pendulum swinging from one side to another and being able to live through it and be and be human and soak it all up and get the most that you can from life it takes work <laughs> you know it does it takes work it takes being very 
mindful and aware and attuned with your emotions and aligned with the vision that you have for your life and who you want to be and how you want to show up as your best self. That is my intention for this year is to really have those moments of magic despite the tragedies and despite the disappointments and and things that I've been through recently with, like I mentioned, losing a pregnancy, losing a huge investment, losing my father, and then having all these new things come into my life, travel and new experiences and meeting new people and new country and new job. And it's a lot to take in. But when you are living in this way that I talk about the always live well method, like when you're living, you're truly living this, you can do it. You can flow. You can move through it. You can keep taking steps forward and being intentional with, with what you're here to do. That is a recap of my 2023. It's about to be 2024. I can't believe it. And I know that there are amazing things coming in 2024. I think 2023, you know, is a bit of an unpleasant year. It's like a growing year. And 2024 is is meant to bring a bit more abundance and joy and, and ease into life. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. But you know, I'm I'm not going to discredit this year and all of the things it's brought about in in life and as you reflect on your 2023 consider what were the the times and the things that you've moved through and had you know kind of the pendulum swing or had these emotional circumstances where you had to handle a lot at once and and how'd you do you know what are what are some ways that maybe it could be a little bit easier for you and what are the ways that you feel like you know you did quite well managing it and and you know maybe turning your tragedies into magic wherever you are in the world and however you are celebrating this holiday season i i hope that it brings you comfort and warmth and joy some magical moments of course we're going to be practicing our emotional awareness mental awareness and and being able to be around maybe challenging people or doing a lot of self-reflection that can sometimes be challenging but I hope that you wherever you are you take some moments to reflect on how did I show up well this year and how can I show up even better in 2024 and what's going to help me get there until next time If you found this helpful, please give the show a five-star review. This helps keep the podcast growing and reaching more women. Think of it as paying it forward. Find me on Instagram at Amanda L. Coaching. That's Amanda L. Coaching. Screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can personally thank you for listening. Visit my website for more resources and to invest in coaching with me. www.alwayslivewell.com with two L's in always. A-L-L-W-A-Y-S. Livewell.com. Both are linked in the show notes. May you live well today and always. See you next time. Thank you.